today. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Cameron. Great to be with you. Isn't this... It's such an enchanting autumnal morning here in Launceston. We've got the rolling fog just hovering majestically mm. over the Tamar River. That's lovely. And it is it is a really beautiful time of it year. And, and the lovely autumn leaves, the colours are just magnificent. Great walking through Cataract Gorge and seeing just the, just the majestic colours. What a great place to visit here, here. in autumn, Launceston. Absolutely. Cameron, I think there's a, a lot of people, and, and especially if you look at what Google says, who want to be happy. And they find happiness elusive. They, they are unable to be happy. In fact, last night, as I've been thinking about this for quite some time, I saw an ad for one of those sitcom, American sitcoms, where someone said uh, that they had left their wife, and this was meant to be funny, because they wanted to be happy. Mm. And I'm, I'm interested that people are taking courses of action to be happy that really are coming up very empty. Yeah. And they're not achieving the very thing which they think they're going to achieve. Mm. And so when we say that happiness is a secret, it's a, there's a secret art to happiness, there is actually a lot of merit to saying that because not everybody discovers how to be truly happy. I think we, we need to just put a foundation down, Cameron, for what happiness is not. Okay. Because, because some people are of the mind that happiness depends on how many troubles you're facing in mm. life. Mm. <clears throat> Last night, I, I really like watching programs like Foreign Correspondent. And last night, they, they featured the poor of uh, India. I think it was, I'm not sure if they're in Bengali state or somewhere in India. And one of the, one of the amazing comments that came from that program was from a man who earns the equivalent of, of something like 20 cents an hour and has to work 10 hours a day to, to support his family. And he, he was asked about the struggles of being poor. And he, he said, I have two hands, I have two feet, I can work. What do you mean poor? I thought, what a great response. Somebody who's working in 40-plus degree heat for 10 hours a day, sifting through rubbish, looking for recyclable rubbish. And here he is saying, what do you mean poor? I'm not poor. And he said it with a smile on his face. And I thought, isn't that that utterly delightful that this man can can say i'm i'm not poor uh, i'm and i'm not sad and and i i just reflected on that thinking how many people think that they can only be happy if they have no challenges no troubles they always get what they want and everyone likes them 
Cameron, let me ask you a question. Okay. You love it when I do this, yeah, I don't do, you? and I'm all ears this morning. <laughs> okay. What? At, at what point in your life have you ever been trouble-free, had everything you've wanted, and had everyone like you? <laughs> uh, not completely, ever. Okay. It's a very rare state, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It in is. fact, I'm going to suggest that if you, if you think that those are the conditions for happiness, you are setting yourself up for misery. Mm. You're setting yourself up for misery. In fact, what often surprises people is just how happy someone can be without those things. Now, before we go on, Cameron, I, I, I was intrigued over recent days also that, that there's been a number of things that have come up about celebrities who have kind of gone off the rails. And one of the things that uh, I've heard a few times is they were looking for something. They were searching for happiness or they were searching for significance. In fact, I heard a journalist say that yesterday about a, a very high profile person. He was searching for significance. Cameron, I've, I've brought in some things to give away this morning and in a moment we're going to go to music break and i want to give away I've got, I've got quite a few things to give away which i think are related to this topic and will help the first is a four-part uh, dvd series and it's called the search for significance and it deals with the search for significance through becoming successful then achieving fame then pursuing pleasure and then leaving a legacy and how people use these things to find what they call significance or lasting happiness. It's a four DVD set. You may know someone who's really battling with perhaps meaning, purpose, finding happiness, uh, being significant, feeling like they're worth anything. This DVD set, this four DVD set would just be ideal for them so we want to make it available to the the when we go to music break so in a couple of minutes cameron the first call through on six three three four zero one hundred that's six three three four zero one hundred we want to give you this four dvd set we think it'll bless you but we also think you might know someone who perhaps is just struggling a bit with a few things and this might help them as well so that's the search for significance we've mentioned we've put the foundation down the secret art of finding true happiness or finding happiness is not dependent upon whether you have troubles or not because you can be happy despite the troubles you're facing it's not a matter of whether you get what you want if i can just get fill in the blank insert you know want in inside the the brackets then i will be happy no you can actually be happy despite the fact that you don't always get what you want uh, i think it was mick jagger who disagreed with me on that one <laughs> <laughs> and yes, and then it you can also uh find happiness despite the fact that you're not liked by Everyone. I mean, I know people who go into an absolute tailspin if they see on Facebook that they've someone's unfriended them. You know, the other day when I lost one of my two Facebook friends, I I was I was just devastated, Cameron. Really? <laughs> were you? Were you? <laughs> and and were they close friends. Well, the mystery of it is I don't know who did it. So oh, oh okay. Even that was one of one of two. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm not the most popular guy on Facebook, let me tell you. So 
you, you can find happiness despite the fact that not everyone likes you, particularly on Facebook. You may see oh, yeah. a friend of yours who's got, you know, a thousand more friends or a hundred more friends or ten more friends than you. Big deal. Doesn't matter. You can exactly. you can be happy despite who you think does or doesn't like you. So that's our foundation. All right, let's give away some stuff, Cameron. This is the Search for Significance 4 DVD set. We think this will just make someone's day and it will be a great thing to give someone. As we go to music break now, be the first caller through 63340100 and we'd like to give you this prize. Okay, call now. 63340100. Back with more shortly on Being Happy. Talking about the uh, subject of uh, the secret art of being happy and uh, uh, we've set a foundation this morning which um, I certainly will and truly agree with Andrew. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things we all want to be happy, Cameron, and it's one of those elusive things for many people. They find themselves in a job that they feel is making them unhappy. They find themselves in a relationship or not in a relationship that they feel leads to their unhappiness. They find themselves in a set of circumstances that also they feel causes or leads to them feeling unhappy as well. But happiness is not dependent on what troubles you may or may not have. You can have lots of troubles and still have a deep abiding underlying sense of happiness. You could also not have what you want. This might be a surprise to those of us in Western culture and still be happy. And also you can maybe not have everyone like you and you can still be happy. So happiness is not those things, not necessarily those things. Those things are nice if they happen, but they aren't the things that determine whether you're happy or not. Happiness does involve certain things, though, Cameron. It does involve contentment. Contentment is one of the major components of happiness. Pleasure. Now, oh, there's, a, there's a bit we could say about pleasure because when people confuse happiness with pleasure, rather than seeing pleasure as a component of happiness, it can actually lead to frustration. It can lead to all kinds of unhappiness. So pleasure, we, we need to understand that pleasure is a choice and there are yep. certain things you can take pleasure in. For example, a parent, particularly a dad, may be really under the pump, uh, may have a lot of pressure at work, may have commitments, brings work home, and the children, the young children, want daddy to play. And they're bouncing up and down and in front of him and, and you know, come and play, Dad, come and play. And, and this is not pleasurable for him because he's under pressure. But if he had a different attitude, if he made a choice that said, you know what, maybe I've just got to skip on a, an hour or two of sleep tonight so that I can right now take some pleasure in playing with my children. And pleasure becomes a choice and it becomes a choice where you choose to f to be pleased in the circumstance you're in so you can see in that sense pleasure is very similar to contentment you can find certain things pleasing one of the great things about 
photography. And as you know, Cameron, rarely do you ever see me without a camera. Uh, yeah, and there's one right <coughs> in the studio right now looking right at Right now, that's right. So one of the great things is when you begin to look at the world through the lens of a camera, the world looks different. You see things you, you, you just miss when you're, when you're not looking. In fact, if, if you look at my Facebook page nearly every other morning I've, I've, I've taken my camera with me down to the bus stop to walk my children to the bus and as I'm going or coming back I'm just I'm my breath is taken away when I look at the Tamar Valley and and I'm taking photos of of the the landscape with um, uh, Mount Arthur Mount Barrow Ben Lomond in the background and um, in between me and them is the Tamar River, and often there's that that enchanting, mystical, romantic mist over the river, and 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 the birds are just lazily flying through the air, and the dew is still glistening in the sun, and and you just stop and you ponder that that moment, Cameron, and it and it brings great pleasure. Yeah, great yep. pleasure. And sometimes we we see things as not pleasurable because when we're actually not appreciating their their true worth or value or beauty so happiness involves contentment it involves choosing to take pleasure out of things that perhaps most people would regard as mundane here's another great word it's the word delight and again delight is a choice you can have two people doing exactly the same thing in exactly the same circumstances with exactly the same resources one of them delights in what they do and the other one finds it a drudge it's either a delight or a drudge there is nothing that distinguishes them except their attitude and in this sense happiness involves Delight. It involves delight. And finally, Cameron, happiness involves joy. And joy is, is that, that sense that this is worth it. And, and joy brings a sense that what you're doing matters. And joy brings a sense that this is fulfilling. This is making a difference. And and I know people often confuse a sense of happiness with joy, but joy is just a component of happiness. And I think you can have adverse circumstances, lack of resources. You can have all kinds of obstacles and challenges presented to you, but you can choose to be, in the midst of that, content. You can choose to find something pleasant or pleasurable in what you're doing and you can choose to delight in what you're doing uh, I'm, I'm reminded of William Wilberforce who was up to his neck in campaigning for the abolition of the slave trade and it was down to the 11th hour critical moment and he brought a team of academics and scholars and researchers back to his his country mansion and they were working on preparing speeches and petitions and all kinds of things and time was against them as he prepared to 
going to the parliament, they, they were really up against it, lots of pressure. And there he was in his study working at speech writing and researching, and he, he had something like 11 children. And the, the children were running up and down the hall, screaming, playing chasey and playing all sorts of games. And some of the other people in the house were, were just be, began to stress that Mr. Wilberforce would lose his cool and come out and yell at the children, you know, and don't you realise how important this is, what I'm doing, this, is, this could change world history and all the... But no, instead what he did was they, they came to his study and they saw him with the door open to the hallway... <laughs> They saw him take his glasses off and put them down on the desk. And as someone poked their head in, he said, isn't that a wonderful sound? That is just a a delightful sound, the sound of children playing. Cameron, let's come back after the news. And we're going to keep talking about the secret art of finding happiness. Nice story there, uh, Andrew. Here we go with the news now. It's nine o'clock on way. Search into this, and you, you you don't even need the research. You can just look at people who who do end up living a happy life, and ask the question: Was it happiness they were pursuing? And in in every case, the answer is going to be no. It wasn't. They weren't living for the primary goal of being happy. That is not the reason that they had for being happy they had other reasons and so happiness is the result of a life well lived not the reason for a life well lived so when when you get that you you understand that if you make happiness your goal if you make happiness the reason that you think you're on this planet you will always Without doubt, without exception, you will always fail to find it. It's kind of like trying to have a, to catch a butterfly with your hand. If you go running after it, it'll run away. But sometimes you've just got to sit down in the field, be content, delight in the field, <laughs> find joy in the sun as it just gently warms your skin and as you take pleasure in that moment, the butterflies of the field come and alight on your shoulders. And sometimes that's a great picture for understanding how our life intersects with happiness. When you pursue it, it's like chasing butterflies. When you pursue contentment, taking pleasure in the simple things of life, delighting in the moment and finding joy, which we'll talk about in a moment as well, you will invariably find happiness. So happiness is the result of a life well lived, not the reason a life is well lived. And because happiness can only be either the result or the reason for someone's existence, it cannot be both, when you make happiness the reason for your existence, it cannot be the result of your life you, you you happiness cannot result so it's important that we understand cameron that when we are besotted or pursuing pursuing happiness we we're actually doing something that almost guarantees we we won't ever find it so this there are certain things you can do and, and i've mentioned some of the components of happiness those are things that 
can help someone to begin to cultivate a lifestyle that will, keyword, result in happiness. Cameron, here's a question for you. Do you know someone who is worse off than you but happier than you? That's a very good question. Um, I think so, yes. I think if we stopped and thought about it, we either know someone directly, and if we don't, perhaps we're the poorer for not yeah. knowing someone yeah, that's, like that. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And <clears throat> I heard uh, a story of a, of a surgeon who was taking some trainee doctors through a hospital ward, and they went through the children's ward and some of the worst cases were were on on display in that hospital there children with all kinds of maladies and sicknesses and all all sorts of things and and as the as the consulting surgeon came through with his trainee doctors he came out of that ward and he and he began to laugh and some of the students found that really disturbing. That they, they could not understand why he was laughing. And eventually one of them said, excuse me, sir, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit confused here. We've, we've just seen some of the most horrific and sad patients we'll probably ever see in our medical career. You've just come through there and now, now you're chuckling, you're laughing. Why is that? And the the old surgeon said, I've been doing this now for so long, I've... I've re- I realise that every time I come into this ward, I, I, I either I either have to despair or I have to find reason for joy. And I've chosen to find reason for joy so that I don't despair at what I've just seen. And it was one of those moments, capital M moments, for those doctors as they realised many of these children were were as much as they were in pain and discomfort they were they were also phenomenally grateful like too few people in this world for the very small mercies that they enjoyed we we enjoy so many things Cameron that we utterly take for granted Oh, absolutely. And when it's taken from you, suddenly you realise what a what a tremendous thing it is. If if you remember that movie Castaway with Tom Hanks, and was it yeah. Tom? Yeah. Mr. Spaulding or Mr. Wilson or yeah, Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. That's it. I I I remember that that movie for its sheer cleverness and and the acting brilliance of Tom Hanks oh, but he's wonderful one of the one of the scenes in that is when he's he's being flown back and he just asks for for one thing on the plane i don't remember ice yeah that's right yeah. he hasn't had yes. ice in 2 or 3 years or whatever it is and he just wants ice he just wants the feel of ice in his hand but in his mouth in particular and you think how many people, you know, through the day, go, oh, gee, I'd really like to suck on an ice cube right now. <laughs> Not many, uh, if any. But he he now took great delight in such a simple pleasure as having ice because he'd been on a yeah. hot tropical island for those three years or so, lost to the world. And so he was taking great delight in, in those simple things. And as that doctor on that, that ward found... He, he could either see the children taking delight in the midst of their adversity or he could utterly despair at the sight of what he was seeing. And I think we, we need to recognize 
the small things and, and, and begin to choose to be thankful, content, and take pleasure and delight and joy in those things. Cameron, let's go to music break, but let's give away this four CD set. Perhaps you're in a relationship and it's it's under strain. You will benefit from this four CD set called Close Finding Lasting Love. So let's go to music break. Be the first caller through 63340100. That's 63340100. And you'll be the winner of this four CD set. Close. Yep, give us a call. 63340100. It's 9.15. Oh, YFM, of course, Don't Worry, Be Happy. There's another song that uh, you would have expected uh, us to play on the program while we're talking about the secret art of happiness. It just fits really well. It was amazing. I remember at the time there was a, and I hate rumour, that uh, after he recorded this song he actually committed suicide, but that is not true at all. He's still around and still uh, making music uh, jazz. He's into a a unique form of jazz, so yeah. But anyway, it's certainly a memorable song. And um, we're continuing to uh, talk about the uh, subject of uh, the secret art of happiness with our friend Dr. Andrew uh, Andrew Corbett. The Corbett? Corbett the Great. (laughs) All right, if you make if you make living a virtuous life, and I know it's an old fashioned word, but if you make living a virtuous life your reason for existing, happiness will always result. Now, I know there are people gonna go, Oh right, awesome. What does that mean? (laughs) So let me Let me explain what that means. A virtuous life, it is an old-fashioned word. You don't hear the word virtue used much these days. So virtues that we're talking about, these positive virtues, the word virtue essentially means excellent qualities. That's what it means, excellent qualities. And the virtues we're talking about are kindness, generosity, acts of selfless service, enduring faithfulness enduring faithfulness so that means if you've made a commitment to someone or to something even though you face adversity and you face difficulties you endure and that's a virtue that's a positive Absolutely, virtue yeah. and uh, just on that Cameron many people who have reached <clears throat> a stale point in their marriage and have bailed on their marriage perhaps they say something like i think we need time apart which is always exactly the wrong thing to say and the wrong thing to do that is not the solution in fact it actually makes things worse rather than better when when you when you endure the research is that all couples who have been on the verge of separating or divorcing and have just hung in there just a little bit longer have have t- have been able to turn a corner and they look back at that moment and they say if we had parted then and ended the marriage then I, I would have regretted it for the rest of my life especially knowing what i know now and so it's enduring faithfulness is one of those things that's a positive virtue blameless moral conduct blameless moral conduct so in other words you live your life with a view to the fact that if there is a camera on you 
all things considered, you are not going to be ashamed of what that camera picks up. You're not going to be ashamed because you've lived a relatively blameless life. Not not suggesting you have to be perfect, but there are some things that people do that are willfully wrong. They they are doing things that are just willfully wrong and everyone knows that they are willfully wrong and so there's a, a, it, it leads to a, a, a conscience that does not permit happiness. Politeness, being polite to people is a virtue. Showing discretion. You know, sometimes we we want to say too much <laughs> and we should hold secrets dear that people have shared with us and there are some things that pop into our head. Cameron, I'll give you a piece of advice, especially being live on radio. Don't always say the first thing that pops into your head. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it takes virtue it takes the That's virtue right. of discretion to hold back and I know that there are some people that confuse transparency with honesty. They feel that if they are not transparent with someone they're not being honest and that's a distortion in itself and also respect for others is is a virtue as well so those virtues if you make your life a virtuous life you you make those things the the reason for your existence you're living to live an excellent life or a virtuous life happiness will always result it will always result cameron now, I've got one more thing to mention about the the pursuit, the secret art of being happy. And it's it's along with this thought and it's 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 the thought that what if today you only had what you were thankful for yesterday? What if today you only had what you gave thanks for yesterday would you be happy in other words sometimes we go through life and we go through our day oblivious to the many many blessings that we have and we don't give thanks and if you haven't got someone to thank and i think there are many people that we should thank throughout our day I, I want to tell you that, that the one who gave you your life is worthy of your highest thanks. And for many people, there is a deep ache in their soul that prevents them from being happy. And that deep ache in their soul can only be healed by the one who gave them their life. And this God who created us all is worthy of thanks. And perhaps there are people listening right now and they know that there is an ache. There is a deep ache in their soul. They don't have what they're looking for. What you're looking for ultimately is peace and reconciliation with the God who made you. And when you come to that place of peace and contentment and you live a thankful life, thankful to him, not because of your circumstances, but despite your circumstances thankful to him you are positioning your life to find the secret art of happiness Cameron I'll be back next week and I want to thank all our supporters who've made a, a donation to AFM to keep 
us on air and to allow us, permit us to keep doing what we're doing and to continue to reach out to Launceston with the message of the love of God and the hope that comes from knowing him. So thank you very much to those people who've done that. This program will be uploaded a bit later today at wayfm.org.au slash download. And I'll see you next week, Cameron. Thank you, Dr. Andrew Corbett. Now the um, the two D, uh, the four DVD set of Finding Lasting Love is still op- up for grabs. So if you'd like to uh, get hold of that, if you uh, are in a relationship and struggling or know that somebody that would benefit from the DVD, then be the first caller through right now on 63340100 and you'll be able to pick up uh, the, al- uh, the, uh, the uh, DVDs there. I got news headlines next right now. This is uh, how long will I? Uh, oh, it's a CD set. Sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, it is a CD set. So, um, yeah, first caller through. Taking us to news headlines. This is Ellie Goulding.